Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter Bill Chastain. And Bill, the Rays have been playing well as of late. They did run into King Felix on Monday night um, and he was pretty good. They hit a couple of homers off him, but overall they couldn't break through for much more than that. Logan Forsythe also injured during the game, hit by a pitch, but the X-rays are negative. Forsythe has really been maybe the Rays' best player early in the season. Do you expect him to be ready to go on Tuesday? I know I know he said after the game I think he was day-to-day. I'm I'm guessing based on him coming out and you know he's one of these tough guys, but for him to come out it had to really kind of sting him. I'm I'm guessing that he'll probably be out the next 2 days and uh, then he'll have the off day on Thursday and probably be back by Friday. So give him a little bit of a break. Um, the home runs are interesting, Bill, because the Rays have been hitting a lot of them, 23 homers over the last 13 games. Um, but it's almost been a case of that's the only way they've been able to score. I mean, you're not going to say, hey, we need to hit less homers. Home runs are great. But but what needs to happen for this team to be able to score in different ways? Well, you know, and I had this discussion with them last night, you know, because it's, it's kind of odd. You sit there and, you know, you're getting picky about how you're scoring your runs. But it is an, an oddity. And, and home runs for the Rays, a team that traditionally has not hit home runs, is, is you know, the biggest oddity. But um, talking to hitting coach Derek Shelton, you know, he says it's just a matter of they need to hit better with runners in scoring position. And uh, they just have not done that. Now, uh, talking to them, as far as last night, they had a pretty good excuse. They said that uh, you know the King was pretty good about breaking up rhythms and, and lineups and not letting you string together those hits you need to, to score runs uh, other than giving up the two uh, solo home runs. So uh, it just comes down to better you know approaches with runners in scoring position and, and coming through in, in those situations. Now, Tuesday night, Drew Smiley will be back on the mound, and, and he's been real good. And, and... You know, we talked in spring training and leading up to the year, and you kind of anticipated that he would be a real good pitcher in this rotation and a real big addition after battling the injuries, and he hasn't disappointed at all. No, and and I think he's fascinating to watch because, you know, you'll see a pitch come in, he'll throw a 91-mile-an-hour fastball, and you'll see a hitter swing at it and look like he just swung and missed at something 96 or 97. Uh, Somehow he's very deceptive in his – uh, delivery and it's and it's particularly hard for hitters to pick up who haven't faced him before. I know 
uh, going against the Dodgers in his last start, um, I was not surprised at all that he did well out of the gate because uh, most of those guys had not seen him. And, um, you know, that just adds to the equation of, you know, of how hard it is to pick it up when he's done that. But, you know, in addition to that, he's, he's done a really good job as far as getting ahead in the count. You, you sit there and you watch him and you look up at the scoreboard, it's always 0-2, 1-2. And, you know, when you're pitching in those kind of counts, typically you're going to have success. He's been very good, and it seems like Chris Archer is back to being Chris Archer over his last three starts. Uh, the team is 3-0. and He's 2-0. and The ERA is under one. Uh, he's, he's had the strikeouts over one per inning. Uh, what's been the difference as of late with Archer as opposed to his first few starts of the season where it seemed like he was still trying to figure things out? Well, according to him, his stuff has been the same. It's just been a matter of having a lapse here or there, or uh, the opposing team taking advantage of when, and, and the opposing team taking advantage of when he did have a you know a lapse on a pitch, a location, and uh, in con- in contrast to Smiley, he was uh, falling behind in counts, and that's never a situation a pitcher wants to get into. But he's been a lot better uh, lately, and you know does look more like the archer of the first half last year. It really seems like overall the the pitching is kind of coming together with the rotation. And then also, I mean, the bullpen, when you look at the back end and what Colomay's done, he's he's been tremendous stepping in, obviously, after Boxberger getting injured. Colomay with the nine saves, the great ERA. As good as he's been, is this team going to have a decision to make when Brad Boxberger is healthy as to where those roles go? I don't think you're going to get him to say anything, but I think pretty much back in there and they're just gonna you know you might see column close on a night when Boxberger's not available but uh you know what this does is it just strengthens the back end of the bullpen even more um although it will be interesting to see how uh column reacts to that because he told us yesterday how much he enjoys pitching in the ninth and how the you know the adrenaline gets going in the last inning and, and which uh you know is not unusual but uh you know he's reacted very well to that yeah, it's it's one of those interesting things where some guys who are great relievers go to pitch that ninth inning and maybe aren't as good, and then other guys seem to be able to raise their game in, in some way because of that adrenaline, the, the way it affects him. He certainly has been very good. As as for Boxberger, I know he's he's slowly getting getting back. What is the timetable as of right now? When do they expect him to be back with the big league club? Well, he, he threw a batting practice since uh Charlotte yesterday to the uh, Class A, uh, some of the hitters there. Everything went well. Uh, they were waiting, you know, before they said their next step with him to see how he felt, felt afterwards. Um, he hasn't had any setbacks, so I would expect him to be back at some point between middle of May, first of June, that that type of thing. In fact, uh, you know, we we've been reporting that uh, he said, you know, that he would be back middle of May, and and I think that's been more on what Boxberger was telling us and not what the Rays were telling us who are extremely conservative in those situations. So probably somewhere between the middle of May and and the first of June. Bill, before the loss on Monday night, the Rays had won four straight. They had the big sweep over the weekend and the exclamation point on that sweep was a victory on Sunday in which Matt Andrews came across the country really to, to toss seven one run innings, uh, making his his first start of the year at the big league level, and I guess pitching in front of his mom in the majors for the first time because he's from the California area. Um, that that 
is one of those things that just kind of writes itself, right? It's Mother's Day. The guy gets called up, travels across the country to where he grew up, basically, and gets to pitch in front of mom. And, of course, this is the park where uh, he and his family used to always go watch games. You know, he, he said they would go to about 10 games a year at least. Uh, and I think he said the last time he had been to a game with his mother there, it was actually on Mother's Day. But um, I think the, the big thing from you take away from that on Sunday is just how uh, how, how much depth the Rays have at, at the starting position, uh, to, uh, pitching uh, area, and you know which is a really really good position to be in, particularly when you look at uh, what was going on with the team they beat over the weekend, the Angels, who you know just everything has fallen apart. So you see how bad it can be uh, when you don't have it, and what a luxury it is when you do. Yeah, it makes you realize how valuable all those different arms are. And as far as Andres goes, he pitched well enough, I guess, for an extended stay, right? He made the trip up to Seattle. Is any idea when he may start again? They haven't announced anything, but I, I'm thinking right now he's they're going to fall into place and have him be the number five for a little while. Uh, they do like having Erasmo where, uh, Ramirez you know, coming out of the bullpen um, where he seemed like <laughs> seemingly comes in and always, you know, if the team's behind or tied, you know, they, they rally and get a run so he picks up the win. Um, so it's it's a good situation right now and, and uh but I, I would be very surprised if, if Andres doesn't make a couple of couple more starts going forward. Yeah, Ramirez among the league leaders in wins despite pitching out of the bullpen. It's really been been impressive. Um I wanted to talk to you about the the first base situation, the platoon, because well, we've seen Steve Pierce hitting pretty well and Logan Morrison continuing to struggle. Could there be a point where Pierce starts to face uh, right-handers as well a little bit? Or are they set on sticking with this and, and the confidence that at some point Logan Morrison is going to kind of break out and start to swing the bat better? Well, Pierce has started against some right-handers. They have done that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, personally, I'm more in the camp of, you know, if, if you got a guy who's who's reasonably hot and another guy is really not doing anything. Um, you know, I would ride that streak with the guy who's hot, but you know, they, they seem to have be setting their ways on this thing. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Morrison appreciates it. I, I'm sure he's been around long enough too, to, to where he would understand if he was sat down that, uh, you know, he hadn't been producing, um, and you know, his day might come, in a, you know, after several games or whatnot, but, uh, uh, they do seem to be sticking with their plan that they went into the season with, which was to have, you know, a righty-lefty combo at first. And you know, I think a lot of a lot of people have been disappointed that they got rid of James Loney. I think they made their commitment before the season started to uh, having the potential of having more pop at the first base uh, position. You know, as far as home runs go. So, um, you know, we'll see. I, I you know, I. I I don't think if, if he continues to struggle too much longer, I, I think they will have to do something. Though. Some managers, uh, when you look around baseball, seem to have a little more um, loyalty, I guess is the word, to stick with guys, especially early in the season, than, than other managers. Has Kevin Cash, in his year-plus with the Rays, seemed to be that kind of guy that, that sticks with his guys and, and has shows that that patience and that confidence that they'll come around? To me, it looks like they they went into the season with a plan. Um, they're trying to stick to the numbers from that plan. You know, uh, obviously, every hitter goes through highs and lows, and uh, 
uh, you know, maybe they're of the of the uh, opinion that you know if you keep running them out there, it's going to eventually get to where it goes. So um, you know, you can call that loyalty, or you can call it a plan. Um, either way, it, it, it seems to be what they're going to stick to doing. This has been MLB.com Extras, Rays Edition, along with Bill Chastain. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.